Peace. What up, kings and queens? It's your boy Jacoby Ryan once again for another week of the More I Know, the More I Don't podcast. This is now episode number 20. We're episode number 20, G. Uh, thank y'all for listening. Um, for those who have been listening, this is episode number one. Thank y'all. I appreciate y'all, man. As always, thank y'all for taking the time out of y'all lives to uh, give this a chance. And if this is your first time, first couple times, you're just getting started, uh, thank you for giving us an opportunity as well. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you giving me a shot and um, being interested, you know. Um, so this is week 20, episode 20, Bling Bling, just dropped Friday. Uh, it's available now on all streaming services. Videos coming out tomorrow. Um, and, of course, if this is your first time or one of your first few times listening to this, uh, this whole podcast, of course, it's called The More I Know, The More I Don't. Um, and y'all probably hear a bunch of rain and shit in the background. I'm going to explain that in a little bit. But uh, The More I Know, The More I Don't podcast. And it's basically um, the way that I'm chronicling my 52 and 365 campaign that I'm doing where I'm putting out a new song every week, a new video every week, and a new podcast explaining that song every week. As well as just giving my two cents on whatever I feel like talking about that week. So uh, this is episode number 20. Um, I'm pretty sure, like, I haven't gone back and listened to all the episodes yet. Because I'm kind of, I'm, uh, I'm, I ain't afraid, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a G, you feel me? I ain't afraid. But, yeah, I, I'm, hesitant, I'm hesitant to go back and listen to everything. Uh, but I'm going to go, I'm going to do it shortly, I mean, at some point. But today we got uh, a couple things we want to talk about. Of course, we're going to get into Bling Bling and the story behind Bling Bling. Uh, and then we'll go from there. Um, first off, I want to say, or just announce, I guess, that I just started a, uh, a company called Fresh Oklahoma, where um, I, the whole purpose is to employ uh, the youth or young adults, where they're in either in high school, uh, high school dropouts, or college students is the goal. Um, of course, I have more different kinds of employees, but I, my focus is them. Where I want to, the goal is to bring them in as employees. Uh, and it's called Fresh Oklahoma. It's a cleaning service, professional cleaning service company where we do office cleaning. Uh, residential cleaning and the whole goal is to bring in uh, these preferably youth young adults and uh, provide them with jobs at these buildings that they can uh, have where they clean they have their own building or maybe three of them have are assigned to a building and as they are employees I'm showing them and teaching them how I'm running the business how I'm getting new clients how I'm hiring people how that looks um, so, ho- so in hopes that they start to develop a business acumen and an interest in building a business, and once they feel like they're ready to, um, on their terms, they can start their own business, and I'll just broker the building that I've already had with them out to them, uh, so that they could be under their business, and I'm just paying them as an independent contractor, and they can go on and have their own business going forward. So, uh, that's the goal, and um, like I said, this is just getting started, so we should see how it goes. I'm, I'm hyped to, to to make it happen. You feel me? Um, but yeah, that's my announcement for today. Other than that, let's get into it. All right. So the first thing that I want to talk about is, uh, I mean, if you haven't been living under a rock for the past, what, two, three weeks, you've been seeing all the abortion stuff going on in the news with basically outlawing abortion. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, to be honest, like, I don't really know what I want to say about it. And that's, that's really what I want to say. You know, like abortion how I've been uh, handling the situation with these states doing away with abortion and 
punishing women and like really regulating women's bodies. Like it's made me feel exactly how Mike Brown's situation made me feel back in uh, twenty was twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, something like that. And where it was like I was enraged, but I wanted to find out how I could best use that rage and not just recklessly be emotional. You know what I'm saying? Because it's easy to do that, and and, and it's when you feel it, you just want to do that. You feel me? But I, I just feel like. There has to be some way that I can use my anger productively, you know what I'm saying? And then at the same time, it's also uh, an issue for me to make sure that I stand up for women, but I don't stand in front of women, you know what I'm saying? And that's 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 a delicate balance, and I try to respect that. That's why like, I don't be posting a lot, and I don't try to do too much on social media just because there's so many people... Who keyboard warriors but in real life they're not really about that you know that's the last thing that i want to be is some hollow supporter or some hollow um activist you know what i'm saying i'm trying to be impactful in an effective way and in my own lane you know what i'm saying like i'm trying to stay in my lane and, and play my role and help you know what i'm saying because Injustice anywhere is injustice everywhere, you know, no matter who it's to. Muslims, women, black people, uh, immigrants, um, everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I if I can't stand up for a woman, I can't stand up for myself. If I can't stand up for a Muslim, I can't stand up for myself. If I can't stand up for an immigrant, I can't stand up for myself. Like, I got to, that's, that's in me. Like, I'm not built any other way, you know what I'm saying? So... My biggest thing with it, with, with this whole issue, and if you don't know, I think Georgia is the one who said, like, if you get an abortion for any reason, you get 99 years of prison or something like that, up to 99 years. And then I think, like, uh, I think that was Alabama, and I think Georgia said something like, if you leave the state and get an abortion, you become a felon or something like that. And it's just wild that, that, that they, that people, like, talk so much and i told y'all i think in an episode before we're like in a perfect world we wouldn't talk at all like nobody would be able to say any words because everybody just talk you know what i'm saying like they so these pro-lifer people who say um they care about the kids these babies first of all the ones who say that are the ones who don't do foster care the ones who don't adopt you know what i'm saying so that's hollow as fuck as it is secondly alabama let's look at alabama you know what i'm saying they last in the country at damn near everything, education, healthcare, all that. So it's like, if you value the baby so much, what are you doing once they get in the world? You know what I'm saying? Like, like what, what are you doing to make sure that they have the best opportunities once they get out here in the world? All that lip service about, oh, you need to have a baby, this and that, if you, you just don't have sex. Like, that's, that's first off, it's none of your fucking business what somebody else does. Two, it's played out advice. Just, just talking about don't don't have sex. Like you gonna have sex. Like everybody. I mean, I'm not even gonna go there. But <laughs> it's a woman's body at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that it was what 25, 26 men who decided on that and who felt like who felt the arrogance enough. To be unashamed and stand by it and justify it, it really just as as simply as can be, 
you was arrogant enough to sit in a room without a woman and make decisions for women. Like, I can't even relate to that. Like, honestly, I feel like that's white supreme. Like, like that's that's something only white people can feel. Like, I, I don't. I was talking to my homie about this. I was talking to my homie about this the other day, and we was talking about how like, like some of my white homies growing up, they used to do shit that like we wouldn't even register in our mind that we, it was possible. You know what I'm saying? Because of violence, because of punishment, because of trouble, whatever, and. They would always do it and be cool. You know what I'm saying? They, they had the time of their lives. And I think this is one of them things where it's like, y'all really got the arrogance to think this is something that you 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 can do. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and even further than just white people, that's men as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, we do that all too much where we try to control other people, women, women especially, but other people, other men, other other kids, other women, like, and that's that's attributed to the patriarchy system. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's another thing where it's like, how deep entrenched are we in this system? Where it's where, bro? I think I said, I think I seen yesterday. Texas said they talking about being making it punishable by death. Matter of fact, I seen a tweet that said a woman can have sex with a hundred men and can only have one pregnancy term in a year and a man can have sex with a hundred women and make every single one of them pregnant so why is women the ones getting regulated why why is it not the men who getting regulated and mind you i ain't trying to get regulated for shit you feel me but if women are being subjected to this it's my role as a human being to either fight for them to not or to be subjected to the same things you know what I'm saying like it's that's how I gotta be and I'm not trying to be subjected to that so I'm out here I'm with it you know what I'm saying I'm riding you feel me where we need to pull up at I'm pulling up where we need to go what we need to do let me know but this whole situation is something that I'm like I'm still not 100% processed uh and that's another reason why I haven't said much about it, just because like I want to make sure it's effective and it's in my lane, it's in my in my place. You know what I'm saying? Um, but shout out to the to the men who standing up for that. Shout out to the women who've been on the front lines, fighting for their rights uh, forever, and been getting denied and been getting ignored by the by the uh, the legislature, and y'all still keep going. Um, much appreciation and keep doing it much support much love anything i can do to help man let me know um but yeah that's that's the first thing i want to talk about next thing that i want to talk about is labels i don't really like labels um and i don't really like i told y'all a second ago like in a perfect world in my ideal world nobody will be able to say any words um, all we'd be able to do is make action. Cause like, if you, if you can't say words, you can't lie. You can't waste nobody's time. You can't manipulate nobody. Like if you want to do anything or communicate anything, you have to use your time to do that. And you're not going to waste your time trying to waste somebody else's time. I'd hope so. I'd hope not anyways. You know what I'm saying? But, and I thought I bring this up because, uh, I had some conversations with some homies about, uh, mental health, you know what I'm saying? Like depression, anxiety, and things like that. And uh, I believe that we all suffer from those things. Um, it's, I, don't, I don't think it's 
a condition. I don't think it's an illness. I don't think I don't think somebody who's depressed. I don't think there's something, something wrong with them. Like, there's nothing wrong with them. They're just a human being going through a human condition. And I feel like when we put these labels on, like it's depression, it's anxiety, it's it's uh, ADHD, so on and so forth. And mind you, I'm not a I'm not a, a prescribed doctor for these things. Like I don't I haven't gone to school for these things. This is just my experience and and how I feel. Um, but like I feel like all those things, depression, anxiety. They're all human, can, like, there's a part of the human experience, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't escape that. There's nothing wrong with anybody because they feel that. And I think when we label it depression or we label it a mental illness, that opens the door for us to think there's something wrong with us because we feel that. And that makes us even more depressed because now it's like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I'm depressed. I, I'm a human being. I shouldn't be feeling like this. When in reality, that, we all do, going through that. Like, that's, that's, that's just life. That's, that's how it goes, like. It's a it's a balance. It's the yin and the yang. Um, yeah, I don't think it's a fault of people. I think it's a fault of just dogma in us having a. I don't know if it's a, a matter of arrogance of, of us, where where we wanted to feel the pride of of discovering a mental illness, or so we wanted to label it this, as opposed to just saying, "Man, this shit tough." We all go through this. Like this, this this shit. How do we fix it? How do how do we what do we do? You know what I'm saying? And at the same time, like even them labeling it could have been an effort to figure out the solution. So I'm not uh discounting that. I just don't know how effective or how valuable or how useful labels are. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I just I don't know, especially with how I read something the other day where it said uh what's natural can't be controlled. And I think when we label things, and of course, in the human nature, we try to control a lot. But I just don't know how I feel about labels. There's so much we don't know about for us to try to corner an idea or get married to an idea as if we know. That's dangerous. But it's also... Uh, special part of progression and, and discovery and development so I, mean, I got a love hate relationship with labels I guess you know what I'm saying like I see the reason why we have them but I think they can be daunting and a liability at times um, and misleading you know um, but that's just me though alright y'all so week 20 episode 20 Bling bling, um, and I, I'm uh, I'm hella excited to put this out <laughs> again. Um, like I say every week, uh, and y'all gotta remind me, man. Like I've been listening, playing back, holding on, rapping, like listening to my like voice memos because I couldn't record a lot of them for a while. But I just been uh, sitting on these for like years, you know, just like waiting to put them out and trying to figure out how I'm going to put them out, how's it going to look, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so Bling Bling, of course, is produced by DJ, uh, I'm sorry, Dr. View, not DJ View, Dr. View. Uh, he probably shot me the beat maybe two and a half years ago. and um, I mean, we have a lot of work that hasn't been released. And as, if you don't know already, me and Dr. View dropped an EP called Viewer's Discretion that's available for $10 on our website. Uh, I also have 
uh, the space program curriculum of the mind it's available um on tspalbum.com uh go cop that uh and then we got mad other shit like we got one single that's finna come out it's called making them mad that y'all exclusively know about uh that shit go crazy um we're gonna put that out shortly at some point um but this is bling bling so this week about bling bling so uh, my whole thing writing bling bling, man, was was really to uh, it spoke to me just with the, the sample in the end. Um, talked about you've come so far, you know, uh, don't give up now, things like that. And uh, that really resonated with me because I come from Lawton, you know. And um, when I came to Oklahoma City, like what I'm saying in the song is like 100% real. When I came to the city, I was performing it different venues for different promoters, different open mics, things like that. And I was performing for like two people sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it was nobody. Sometimes it was just a music promoter and a sound man, and they don't give a fuck about it. They just talking to each other. And, like, those experiences made me, you know? So that's that's what it kind of, I talked about where I came from that when I came to Oklahoma City and not knowing a soul, because I didn't know anybody when I came to Oklahoma City in 2013. Um, and I just put my, my best foot forward, you know, and, um, and seeing how things have grown to now, um, it's humbling, it's inspiring, and it's uh, reaffirming, you know. Um, so, with this song, like, when I talk about letting my light shine, um, of course, insecurity, doubt, and struggles all factor into that. Where, like, growing up, I was a very insecure kid. Um, I, I hit it very well. Um, and... I just I just kind of play play my play my lane, you know, and I mean I was I was very doubtful of myself. That's one thing like I've, I've learned in hindsight with basketball is I would have been a lot more successful had I not let the doubt beat me and defeat me. Um, a lot of the times I let my doubt and insecurity defeat me on a basketball court, and I think that's a big reason why uh, I didn't reach my full potential that I could have reached. Uh, which we could all say about ourselves at some point or another, which is cool, it's human, you know? Um, it's just about learning from it. That's what this song is about. Um, and then, of course, the struggles, you know, where you have suffering throughout your whole life, entire life. Um, and then you have all these, so all these factors kind of group up, and, and the human brain only thinks about those things, you know what I'm saying? Like, naturally, we can change that, we can control that. Uh, but since the human brain naturally only worries about those things, it's hard for us to, to sift through those and, and work through those. And that's the biggest point is just that's how I got over it was just working through it, you know, and not letting it uh, convince me of anything other than what I want to tell myself. Uh, just controlling my mind state and, and what I'm saying and my thoughts. Um, and then, of course, like we said earlier, um, the lot in the Oklahoma City transition was a big part of it. Um, where I saw the growth from performing for two, three, four people, and <clears throat> now I'm on a show happening every month. It's probably the, the biggest, the most quality hip-hop show on a monthly basis in the, in the state. And just seeing these levels I'm reaching and seeing how, how much things are paying off, and it's just been inspiring. Um, and then, of course, in that, I've, I've noticed that when, I, when I've met people from Oklahoma City who have been here, who are other artists and people who have been here who are just fans, Sometimes those people are very resentful, um, and it may not even be very resentful. Sometimes it may just be uh, a slight resentment that they try to hide or that's really subtle, but I can notice it. 
And I attribute it to just the fact that I'm not from here, you know. When they see somebody who's from here or is from somewhere else come here and, and be somewhat uh, do they thing, um, I'm sure that rubs people the wrong way. Especially people who have been doing this for years and who, who know these people who uh, have embraced me, um, who haven't been embraced by those same people because for whatever reason. Um, but I, I just noticed that in a few people, um, I've, I've received for the most part all love, you know, but I have noticed that in a few people, in a, in a few cases, in a, in, a, in a few situations where it's just it's hella resentful. And I just attribute it to the fact that I'm not from here. You know, if I was from here, they would be happy that I was uh, making so much progression, I'm sure. Um, but that's that's not my business. And then, of course, in Lawton, too, that's another thing where, like, I left Lawton, came to Oklahoma City and started uh, trying to build. And, of course, I'm not somebody who tried to toot my own horn and talk about everything that I do all the time. So I understand, but... A lot of people in Lawton don't understand the work I've been putting in, you know, and, and it's not my responsibility. To, it's not my responsibility to let them know about that. Uh, it's my responsibility to keep working until they can't deny it no more. They can't ignore it no more. Um, so, with that, man, uh, that's that's uh, a gist of what it was. Um, and I know for a fact, like. The part where we're sacrificed for the kids, um, that's 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 my favorite part. That's probably one of my favorite lines I've ever written. Um, where it's, it's there's so much that I noticed when I gra- graduated college, as far as like how life was, how the world was, how schools were, how education was, how my coming up was, and I just noticed I didn't have anybody. Uh, who looked like me, who was for me. So it became my mission and my purpose to be who I didn't have growing up. And with that, I feel like one thing that we needed growing up was somebody who was fighting for us in our language, who was fighting for things to give us opportunities, especially in Lawton, where it's like a black hole, where basically it's the economies ran out of poverty and there's no real growth initiative by the, by the people in charge because they're, they're good where they're at. Um, and so so with that, that's been one of my biggest purposes and missions is to make sure that I'm creating opportunities for the next generation, especially and specifically in Lawton. That's where I'm from, you know. Um, my mission is to turn Lawton from a, 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 a black hole or a trap to a launch pad, you know what I'm saying, uh, to a hub, to a culture. So uh, that was big for me. Um, and then, of course, the last line where it talks about uh, rather be better than who I've been than you and you. And if they say that I'm the best, whether or not they say that I'm the best, cool. Like, that's that's what it is. You know, like, I don't I don't care about being the best. I don't care about. I don't care about a dick swing contest, you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to measure shit with nobody. Like, all I'm trying to do is be the best Jacoby Ryan I could be, you know, and, and look at how 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 many weaknesses I have. Look at what I need to get better at. Look at what I'm what I'm what I'm trash at and get better at that. And that's my only goal. Like, I, cats be talking about I'm the best rapper, and I, and I laugh like. Bro, you the only one worried about that corny shit. Like, nobody care about that shit, man. And, and if you got to say you the best, 
how true is it, you know? Um, and then lastly, uh, of course, men uh, talking about being better than other men, then as opposed to talking about being better than themselves, like I alluded to just short, just a, just a second ago, like, <clears throat> I, I just don't, I'm not built that way, you know? That's not my goal. Like, I'm not more worried about being better than the next man than I am about being better than who I was yesterday. Like, that's not, that's not me, you know what I'm saying? I think that's, niggas is lost, um, um, mentally weak, uh, insecure, all that. Like, I, I don't need to take away from you for me to be, for me to gain, you know? Um, and that's, that's what it is. Um, but bling bling is about letting your light shine. And I think me understanding that comparing myself don't mean nothing and me just working on myself means everything is the reason why the growth and transition happened when I came from Lawton, Oklahoma City. Um, that's the reason why I've, I've, I've grown so much in my craft and what I've done, I think, because I've been so dedicated to just the inner work, you know, shout out to the inner work. That's the thing for this this past month um, and, and for life, period. Uh, but yeah, man, that's that's bling bling. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed the episode. Uh, week 20, episode 20. Um, video coming out later today. Thank y'all for listening once again. Uh, y'all uh, rate, subscribe, review, uh, all that, share. Um, I appreciate y'all taking the time. Y'all have a good rest of the week. Be great and be grateful. Peace.